Nutramedical Report and my eldest son, Matthew, brilliant in his own ways and areas of knowledge which I have very little, speaks uh, fluent German, uh, very good Arabic as well as Japanese, and he is here to uh, provide information. He has, of course, his own website, MatthewDeagle.com, and we've been doing a line of uh, intellectual inquiry of ancient history of the Middle East and uh, the peoples thereof, and of course the modern projection to the current era. And again, the issues of symbology, uh, group psychological behavior, and the group superconscious are uh, very major players in terms of not only behavior, but economies and current events as well as ancient events. So, Matthew, uh, what would you like to talk about today? Well, <clears throat> I'd like to talk about um, some of the ancient history that ties into now, as well as possibly about some of my own services that I offer based on my knowledge. Um, first, I'd like to discuss uh, services that I am able to offer. Right. Is uh, I study the symbolic meaning of names and the influence of names on your character, your behavior, the uh, combined with your birth date. And actually, something that I can do is if you're expecting a baby... I can advise on uh, what sort of name, what the meaning of a name is, if you have an idea of uh, what you want to name your baby, um, what uh, sort of character you can expect the baby to have. Now, the, the name that you choose <clears throat> is actually the result of a combination of factors. Mostly it's that your subconscious knows through your intuition, what kind of character your baby is developing in the womb, and then you feel that a certain name is right because the name has this has the same basic disposition or energy as the person's character is going to be. Um, you're, you don't have a certain character because you're born at a certain time. You're born at a certain time because you have a certain character. Mm-hmm. And it changes actually every few seconds what the exact meaning is of your birth time. So uh, astrology is a very tricky thing, but uh, intuition can give you an idea of what's really going on there in the development of the uh, fetus. <clears throat> so um, anybody who's interested in uh, discussing with me either their name or possibly if they have a baby mm-hmm. on the way, what the baby's character might be like, I can uh, discuss that. My uh, contact information is, you can find on my website, matthewdeagle.com. That's M-A-T-T-H-E-W-D-E-A-G-L-E.com. Yeah. Uh, so, for example, you, know, you feel like uh, when you hear a certain name, you think that's right or that's not right. The feeling of the name being right is a reinforcement from your subconscious. Right. You are being reinforced to go toward a certain value, um, symbolic value of the name. Right. Which has the same meaning energetically as the overall disposition of the character. Because everybody can have one of... More or less, uh, you can have one of eight different character types, or twelve, depending on how you look at it. Yeah. And these 
uh, as a result, the uh, one name might sound totally wrong, and like you'll, you'll see all the negative qualities of it. Another name might seem like just fits. That's usually how people choose their baby's names, and they don't realize that while they're choosing the name, there's an involuntary aspect to it where they like a certain name or they don't like a certain name, mm-hmm. or it seems like it fits. Can I make a comment, Matt? Yes. But one of the things that you're pointing to actually fits in with string theory and the queer and quantum theory about the nature of the universe. The physical <clears throat> well, universe, I think it's simpler than that. I, I think you well, just Let, let me at, just finish my statement. Anyway, what I'm trying to say, and I'm going to be very brief, is that the physical universe is a projection of a higher reality that crosses we call the superconscious of, uh, and and it spreads to the past, present, and future. And in fact, mm-hmm. physicists have now identified this. And for example, the Heisenberg uncertainty principle and the principle of observation, which changes, for example, the slit lamp, the observations of quantum theory. So what I'm trying to say is that the physical <coughs> universe is, in a sense. Uh, created out of a, uh, a template at a higher reality level, and that higher reality level also crosses uh, collectively between individuals. Well, I mean, the higher reality <coughs> level is really just logic and math, and your subconscious is aware that when you, whenever you see or say anything, like just like in a dream, your subconscious gives it a symbolic meaning according to right. what it logically, the logical form of it, and each word you speak has a certain connection with the collective subconscious. So, uh, whoever's had the name before, for example, that's really what the name is based on, is people who've previously had the name, which builds up a kind of average bearer of that name, which is then based on the original person who bore that name. Um, and it's... The, the, the rules behind it are pretty simple. Um... But you can reveal what's going on in your subconscious, what your intuition is telling you, uh, <clears throat> by analyzing the symbolism of the name. Now, that can also tie in with uh, financial decisions, group corporate decisions, because you advise a corporation, oh, yeah, that, that, and behavior, for that, example, that which fits well. in with politics. For example, I think one of the, the simplest, <coughs> most useful, one of the simplest uses of this, of my knowledge for the average person, is if, is if they have a baby on the way and they, they want a name. For that baby, because I can give them a, uh, if they if they're coming up with certain names, I can give them a range of uh, examples of names that have similar did, meanings. Did I tell you how I arrived at, at the names for each of the kids? Yeah, you. I mean, well, the, well, mine was a little different, but but yeah. it, it really was in a sense involuntary. Uh, what I did is I prayed, and in each of the kids, I had a dream that the kid actually child came up to me and told me their name, and that was for all all four. And we were kind of searching around. Thousands of different names and looking at them, and never one seems right. But then, these dreams, every single child, including yourself, came to me in the dream and told me what your name was. Well, your intuition can work in many different ways. One way is dreams. Uh, quite often, just through a feeling of something being right, a first thought, mm-hmm. you know, the first thing that comes yeah. to your mind. But, but um, I think there's a lot more to both the layers of our conscious and superconscious. Well, it's just your subconscious, really. Yeah. I mean, everything is just... And it's far uh, more powerful than our conscious mind. Well, it's, it's more intelligent than our conscious mind, and it connects with the collective subconscious, with uh, right. the storage banks or whatever you want to call it, where all of this data, all this information about past names and past <laughs> languages is stored. Uh, I'll give you an example. It's like I, look, I was talking to a guy recently... Uh, about 
he's he has a baby on the way, mm-hmm. and he said that uh, the name Liv just seemed to fit uh, her. This is what uh, his wife said was her first choice, and uh, my immediate intuition is that the name means the compassionately protecting. Um, which then I look up, I look it up on Wikipedia, and I find that that's actually the etymology of the name. It comes from the uh, Norwegian leaf. Oh yeah, the Old Norse no, Norse meaning word, yeah. protection. And then you look at the other resonances of it in other languages. You see, it's like a mixture between all the different languages that have existed and had a strong influence well, this, this on names. So really you, look, you look at like Hebrew, for example. You have the name Liv is yeah, Lave, uh, the heart. Right. You look at the uh, the English, it sounds like the word to live. So you put it all together, it has a meaning of somebody who is protective, who wants to survive uh, or help something survive. Like, as for well example, as, like Leif Erikson, the Norwegian. Yeah, it's, it's about putting things together as a whole. Right. So you can't look at anything separate. You have to look at the name so as a whole. So there's a degree of mathematics. As a whole, yeah. it indicates usually a woman who has predominantly a mentality of avoiding harm um, of excluding some negative thing or being uh, bound to one place, one safe location and who is uh, desires to of to uh, prevent something negative from happening right so overall it tends to have that meaning of now, how would, you, how would you use this on the other uh, services you offer? For example, I noticed well, you go to your website, you offer things I mean, like... This, uh, this works with anybody's name, right? That but besides the name... Your, your name is basically a word that relates to your character itself, because it's first yeah. of all chosen because your parents right. have an intuition about what your character is going to be. So your birth name, the name you're given at birth is highly significant to your character. Well, what, what, and then it continues to influence you as you <clears throat> identify with it. Right. Well, now, this what, works in positive and negative ways. So you have to be... That's part of the reason why I offer this service is because sometimes a name can have a negative value and might bring out the more negative character traits in a person depending on the, their energy because right. the same pronounced name can have a different meaning for a different person. For a different character. You type. mentioned that also in terms of some of the serial killers. Uh, I just wanted because we're only yeah. we're covering these kind of briefly today. I want to talk about some of the other services because what, for example, Jared Kirshner took a lot of metadata and other data. The uh, son-in-law of Donald mm-hmm. Trump, and he more than WikiLeaks or anybody is responsible for Donald Trump winning. And he looked at the data almost like you look at the data and said, "Look, mathematically, this is what you should do. These are the people you need to talk to. These are the issues you need to deal with." And in a sense, you can do that. You can provide a service for a corporation or an individual or a group of people because the group psychology and these various mathematical and other issues can uh, influence whether you make the right financial or corporate decision as well. And, uh, you know, what kind of work people go into, what kind of character it matches with their innate abilities that actually kind of... Yeah, I mean, you can look at... It allows you to look at everything... Holistically, so you look at everything as it comes together into a symbol, right? Symbology, the symbology yeah. of the. For example, you mentioned how symbology drives our culture. For example, every single corporation has a symbol that is usually in an archetype. For example, one of the things yeah. that 
that I've done over the years is offer people a service where I will have them send me information about their characteristics and so on, and I research the symbology of their Hebrew name, which is in four archetypical letters. And this is a, it's the same well, as the as a I, name I issue. find the vast majority of people really don't know what they're doing with this uh, this sort of thing like numerology, <clears throat> right? Uh, Kabbalah, gematria, yeah, uh, astrology. I'd say like ninety nine percent of it, honestly. Like you think that's a high number, but I'm saying ninety nine percent of it they don't know what they're doing. Exactly, yeah. Because in order to do this, it requires you have to use a certain kind of intuition where you're taking information out of the collective subconscious. Right, and you have to know the cosmic laws behind this geometry, which it's, is not it's, something. It's that, very mathematical, is what you're saying. Yeah, it's it's a, a combination between math and intuition, which, um, you know, I just don't think that most of the people out there who are saying that they have this or that numerological system really know what they're talking about. Yeah, they. Um, so how, how would you tie, I can, I can uh, show you... Uh, how would you tie that into current events, like with, with this segment? I want to kind of uh, energize the segment and say, okay, mm-hmm. l- let's say we know this. We know about, say, the, the attacks like Omar Mateen at the, the Pulse Bomb Oh, yeah, I mean, attack. that's something you can, see, you can see in world events all the time. So that's how, <clears> that's how <throat> we translate a, to the, that and then maybe yeah. corporate events, like a corporation I'll, making I'll, a decision I'll, for well, a I mean, Let's get back to the... In world, all the time you see world events where there are... Curious coincidences going on, uh, and these coincidences are not just random; they right. are related to this collective subconscious influences <clears throat> on people's behavior, where they're right. being okay. So, in operant conditioning, you know, with B.F. Skinner, right, a person is reinforced to do something because they get some kind of reinforcer after they act, or in other words, like a reward or... So, right, where you're saying the symbology drives non-random events... Well, what, what, what I'm, saying, what I'm yeah. saying is that... But they don't explain why it is that a certain reinforcer is reinforcing. Except but you, you can do that, and I know that's one of the things... By association. Right. Right? So, they talk about primary and secondary reinforcers. <clears throat> right. Well, the fact is that Things are reinforcing because of their symbolic correspondence to your character and to each other. Right. So when things are in symbolic resonance with each other, they reinforce you when they're combined together. I'll give you an example of something that's quite gross that came out lately. There's still a lot of things to gel up with. So the in other words, is- your, your behavior is constantly being conditioned by subtle, irrational associations between things and all of our collective behavior as well. Yeah, we're connected, yeah. Well, it's it's just as simple as, as as things being geometrically related to each other. Really, I mean, right. we can get into all this emotional stuff about we're we're all connected and no, 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 no I'm not talking about emotion. I'm talking about a but it's a really level just of as, it's really just as simple as irrational associations in your subconscious, oh, right? And that we all follow the same laws because we're all in the, in the same. How would you reality. use that? For example, one of the things you mentioned on the previous show was yeah. uh, was the uh, actual uh, origin of the word uh, Aloha Akbar. Well, it's not the actual origin. It's just a, it's just an irrational association, right? Right. Irrational associations are made in the collective subconscious based on things like the etymology of a word, the similarity of its sound to something else. Like, for example, the name live has the same sound as the word to live. Right. The irrational association there gives you, su- in combination with the overall geometric value of the name, right. gives you the meaning of like someone who wants to preserve life. Or right. protect life. 
the uh, the same thing with that, right? Is that like the actual meaning of Allah Akbar is just God is great. Or is there great, anybody like right? like you, Matt, working with the I call communication companies or marketing companies? Because it would seem to me that all these I companies, sure hope not. <laughs> I sure I sure hope not. No, I don't see anyone because the thing is, that, out there you bring us a collective for, uh, of talents that look at yeah. symbology and timing and the collective consciousness that literally can allow you to mine in to say what product will market. What decision by a politician should be good? What kinds of for yeah, example, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't think it should be used for that sort of thing because it's, uh, it's. Well, I mean, this this has to be. People have to know about these sorts of influences. They shouldn't be manipulated by them. I think that it's already, there's already enough manipulation going on. Well, I'm not saying it's the same manipulation. I'm saying finding out, for example, if you're going to market a specific product, which group to, or should you even develop it, or <coughs> if you're going to make a political decision. Uh, and uh, bring that decision before the public. I think is that a good idea? Uh, that I think what people should use this for is, is, is things like finding out about their own character and finding out about the uh, what they should name their baby and finding out well, about... financial, you, you have in your system And finding there. out about the character, the collective character of events in the world so they know when to act and when to start okay, give storing give an example. and preparing for events. You, you, like, I'll tell you right now that the current convergence of symbolism, all right, right, shows you that in the year that in the next ten years or so, we're going to see the developments toward a world war if things continue as the trend as the trends are going. Yeah, and that by 2028, <clears throat> you're going to want to have stuff stored away, and you're not going to want to be in any major populated city. I tell people to be out of them now. <laughs> well, I mean, I wouldn't say right now, but you want to have the ability to be out of them by 2028. Yeah. Um, it's not necessarily going to happen, but this this is like a convergent evolution. These things happen gradually by a kind of selection. You act, you're, you're reinforced by fulfilling the symbol, the irrational association, right? Kind of like an OCD or something. Right. And then what happens is you extinguish behaviors that don't bring that about. Well, uh, let me give you a concrete so example. So gradually collective behavior goes toward let, a certain Let me ask you a question. Evolution or, a, a or this evolution. Works. Right now we've gone through eight years of the abominator, uh-huh. who's pretty incompetent. If he was a business manager, he'd fail at running anything, well, a, donut, a donut shop. But let me finish. <clears throat> so, so Obama's done this. Now we've got an extremely good manager now. But some of the things he's going to do to strengthen well, America, let me finish, and to protect us against, say, Al-Qaeda and ISIS, which, by the way, uh, Erdogan's already accused Obama of actually directly supporting, what what is he's going to do is he's got Mike Pompeo, who's going to increase uh, what's called cyber surveillance, which is good to stop pre-crime of ISIS. But on the other hand, it may have had side effects that will prepare a future administration to give them powers and abilities that may be not good. You know what I'm saying? So in other words, I'm saying these events converge yes, yeah. through a series of decisions. Yes, every, everything's being guided by, like I said, these irrational associations. And a right. lot of it is uh, not going in a good direction. Exactly. If you look at it collectively like a mathematical equation, the uh, nonlinear equation is not good. You, your husband, your wife, your children, we all need food. And with dozens of food storage companies buying up airtime all over radio, it's hard for you to know which company you can actually trust. Hey folks, John Stattmiller here. We at RBN understand, which is why I personally searched out a storable food company and one with similar core values to us here at RBN and, of course, you, the listener. Well, I found such a company. I'd like to introduce you to... 
Numana Food Storage. Numana Food Storage, highly nutritious, GMO-free, contains no aspartame, no high fructose corn syrup, has no chemical preservatives or soy, and Numana Food Storage has a 25-year shelf life. To back up my claims, we've made Numana Food Storage the exclusive food sponsor of RBN. Call 888-597-0775, 888-597-0775. Order online at NumanaRepublic.com. That's N-U-M-A-N. NNARepublic.com. Food storage you'll love to eat. It's time for you to have your own custom smartphone app for your business and pay way less than you can imagine. Introducing the I Can Get To Silent Salesman mobile marketing app, a global mobile marketing and communication tool for your business. Go to appsapart.com and learn how you could earn up to $36,351 or more per month just by inviting two people or less into a $14.95 per month program. Go to appsapart.com and be sure to watch the video at the top of the site and listen to the audio message from the CEO near the bottom. This is something you won't want to miss. Go to appsapart.com now or call 646-860-9540. That's 646-860-9540. Get the I Can Get Too. That's I-C-A-N-G-E-T, the number two, silent salesman app at appsapart.com. That's A-P-P-S-A-P-A-R-T.com. Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor-endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. Go to NutraMedical.com for Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutriodine, proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you. Nutriodine is the only Tesla-activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world. It optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria from totally neutral the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888-212-8871 or visit us online at NutriMedical.com. I'm going to go mention some issues that are going to come up in hour two with Ann Morrison and just have you kind of use some of your intellectual capacity to look at the symbology of them. For example, the Zika virus. Zika virus is a phylovirus, an RNA virus, that under oxidative stress can mutate and become more pathogenic 10,000 times faster mm-hmm. than the DNA. When they put out the OX513A gene complex in mosquitoes and 10 years ago in Balworth Moss to try to get rid of the pathogens, they actually made a platform that can, is what's called a transposon jumping gene that can actually increase oxidative stress in hosts like voles, mice, people, animals. And so what happens is it weaponized 15 base pair changes in Zika, so the rate of neurotropic brain damage increased. Now, what it's also doing, it may cause permanent sterility, so women cannot have a normal pregnancy because it appears that the virus may persist in the ovaries. Now, there's a symbology behind this because the high reproductive uh, areas of Central and South America now, many of them are devastated with this, and even the Pope has given dispensations to say, you know, it's not a quote, mortal sin in the Catholics down, down there, 
to uh, abort these babies that are basically below, below the cortical brain. They basically have a reptilian brain only. Now, what I'm trying to say, there's there's a degree of symbology to the spread of these of these, you know, what are you going to call extinction-level event issues? Oh, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Everything, everything that's really going on in reality is revealed by the subconscious because it automatically makes these irrational associations that actually reveal the true nature of things symbolically to us. Well, I'll give you an example of the tagline. We look at things far too much with only our rational mind. Exactly. Well, uh, let me give you without, an example without of Without understanding that... Let, let me give you a funny example, because Oxitec, which is out of Oxford, England... Our behavior is still... Mm-hmm. Our desires, right? Our desires are still conditioned by our irrational mind. Exactly. And based fundamentally on irrational associations. Simply yeah, the similarity between things. Well, I'll give you an example with it. The company that bought out Oxitec after they had these experiments, and there were Dr. Maywan Ho and others said it was dangerous to do this. And now these genes are actually jumping all through the biosphere. They, uh, the tagline for the company yeah, out of so Maryland is better living through better DNA. Now, I mean, it's almost so humorous. basically the, the thoughts we have, <clears throat> the thoughts we have uh, program our subconscious to desire things that are in, in correspondence with those thoughts. Which can be very suicidal. Which for, means that collectively yeah. when we have a thought, a popular thought form right. that is of the nature of something like uh, just populate the earth endlessly and or genetic modification like and just destroy the the earth's resources. Yeah, the result is that we get back ex- just a, a vicious cycle of everything. Well, I, I give me a good example. Out. Thirteen years ago, it's, we got it's the... more that we command our own subconscious to do stupid things. Right. So we believe, for example, that we can just endlessly destroy the environment. This is one area where I strongly disagree with Donald Trump's presidency. I agree with his foreign policy. He wants to be friends with Russia, which is great because, I mean, otherwise, with Clinton, we would have had World War III. But on the other hand, there's a lot of naivety here in regard to the environment. And Zika, I think, is an example of the revenge of nature against humans who are disobeying the laws of nature. Well, let me give you an example. Last week... You think about what it does. I think I've talked about this before on your yeah. show about a year ago. But Zika means something like a thicket. It's the name of the forest where the virus originated. Right. And that the virus... Well, it attacks your brain, right? Right. It, it's the destruction of consciousness. Right. Uh, certainly curious coincidence in that regard. You look at the... Uh, the value of the virus overall, uh, I don't remember exactly. I have more information about it. That yeah, maybe time. we can work it out next but, week. But I, but I, but in general, uh, this Zika virus was associated with Puerto Rico. I remember that Puerto Rico. Well, it actually, it originated state. It originated in, in Africa. Got into Oceania. I'm saying years ago. That, it, that it came into the U.S. Well, the first <coughs> incident in the U.S. was in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's real bad there. Uh, mm-hmm. So, Matt, let me let me I raise this. Thing. In the Zika forest, which means thick forest. Um, I have a lot of notes on this sort of thing. That's something else I recommend. If, if you want to find out about the symbolic connections between things, just take notes every day of things you notice, coincidences you notice, and then you'll 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 identify a pattern, right. especially in widespread public events. Right. 
Uh, I can talk about that here in a second if you want. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, they talk about non-random events. In fact, remember all the computers that are using for non-random events. Well, there's, there's no, there's no, there's no such thing as an event that's totally random in the sense of I know. that happens for no reason. Exactly. In fact, right. mathematically, they can it's prove just that. just randomness. Uh, but, but, You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Without the right accessories, any guy can be off the mark. Whether you've invested thousands in your arsenal or you own a single trusted firearm, a visit to aroutfitting.com is in order. It's one of the finest online selections of tactical optics and AR parts and add-ons, like EOTech, quick target acquisition with no peripheral loss. Browse the full range of Nikon scopes and binoculars. AirOutfitting.com can illuminate your world with streamlight gun-mounted lights from keychain to large handhelds up to 1,100 lumens. Find some stability with Battenfield Tactical Bipods. AirOutfitting.com has CMMG gun parts, barrels, assemblies, handguards, part kits, and more. Plus magful clips and magazines. I know I've got you excited, so take a breath. Head to AirOutfitting.com. The site's super easy to navigate and features a ton of technical info, including links to manuals. We also welcome vendor and manufacturer inquiries. Remember, if you don't see it, we can get it at AirOutfitting.com. Would odors, mold, and mildew describe your basement or crawl space? It doesn't have to be that way. Transform them into a fresh, healthy, usable one with the technologically advanced Wave Moisture Control Units. The computerized operation maximizes moisture control and also expels harmful radon, combustion gases, and numerous other pollutants. Dehumidifiers are old technology that do nothing for air quality and waste energy. Wave units are intelligent, self-monitoring, do not need maintenance, and will save you hundreds in electricity. Wave units are still running effectively. Effectively over 15 years, they've been tested and installed in public and military housing and by property managers nationwide. Buy a unit now, and if your home is not fresher and drier, you can return it for a full refund for up to 12 months. What have you got to lose? Call now. 1-888-618-WAVE. 1-888-618-WAVE. Or visit MyDryHome.com. That's MyDryHome.com. Wave Home Solutions for a healthy, comfortable home. Do you have difficulty taking supplements? Are you searching for a high-quality, complete nutritional drink that your whole family will love? Nutramedical's Life Support has arrived. All of your daily nutritional requirements in one quick, delicious drink. Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support is a proprietary blend of vegan protein, activated vitamins, essential minerals, amino acids, probiotics, green tea, digestive enzymes, anti-inflammatories, cancer prevention, detoxification, and much more. Your body will high-five you for this one. Life Support is the best complete nutritious meal replacement on the market. Whether you are an elite athlete, have post-operative challenges, chronic illness, elderly, or a family that just wants a quick, delicious drink, try Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support for optimized nutrition in one great-tasting smoothie. Just add cold water, almond milk, fruit, or anything else you like. Nutramedical's Life Support. Try our great-tasting chocolate or vanilla today. Call 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Nutramedical.com for the whole family. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? 
A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. What we are plumbing here is we're looking at the collective uh, nonlinear consciousness and it directs events. For example, one of the interesting things about the Bible, it's like a crystal of consciousness. And uh, that uh, literally events have multiple occurrences that occur and also are symbologically. So, for example, the gematria and the Hebrew letters and so on. Uh, and, for example, the Bible code that they talk about and the repetition of numbers and numerology is quite remarkable. Uh, Mr. Drosnan has done a lot of research in this. It's my suspicion <coughs> that basically you're quite correct when you talk about the naivety of Donald Trump. He needs advice from someone like me on the environment where we talked about this last week with Ann Morrison that you need to re-engineer the oxygen cycle <coughs> by creating a phytoplankton that can withstand the, the ocean acidity. Right now we have over 200,000 dead zones, some of several hundred thousand square miles, and so we've literally killing the uh, carbon oxygen cycle. <coughs> so the carrying capacity, <coughs> excuse my English, there, coffin. Too much talking. The, the carbon oxygen cycle is key here. Plus, we have things like uh, Fukushima Daiichi and the radiation that's released mm-hmm. destroyed the upper ozone layer. <coughs> so now the ozone layer is actually also killing the oceans and killing plants, and it's having ground effects and ground level ozone levels. So it's all tied together to me into a what I call a terminal human-aggravated extinction-level event. And, uh, you know, the bluster... The main main extinction (laughs) event we have going on here, I mean, we have, we are, this does tie into it, right? The predicted water shortage in the Middle East and the... uh, Yeah, but... The, the the Earth's growing population, etc. Let, let me fill you in on something there. Here, the, the main, main, main die Hold on, the main die-off event we're going to have here, is, which is indicated in the uh, indicated as a general um, trend, evolutive trend of right. whatever you want to call it of these uh, negative omens, I suppose you could say, is that we have people like Hillary Clinton that are part of a kind of collective because you don't just have your your own individual subconscious and you don't just have the general collective subconscious you also have collectives of like-minded people and like for example you see in other words she's the worst example you'll, you'll see you'll you'll see for example somebody who like commits a certain crime public crime and then another person commits the same type of crime 
soon after. They copy the crime. Well, what's really going on there is that those two people are like-minded. They're part of a collective together. Well, we see now, that with... of the same character are part of a collective together, and people yeah. who are of the same character as Hillary Clinton, uh, regardless of their political affiliation, have been <clears throat> working toward uh, a world war for a while now. For, with Russia. Uh, with Russia, yeah. A world yeah. war with Russia... Uh, and I think that, at least on a subconscious level, that's actually what she desires. Right. Uh, what's going to happen here is that um, these people in their negative collectives, because ultimately what they're aimed at is death and destruction, right. is uh, they will bring about either a war with Russia through someone like her, or they will gradually increase tensions and skirmishes with Russia or conflicts with Russia no. until in order to because in order to gradually expand their own empire with the result that eventually they will get cornered right. and when they're cornered they'll do what I call well, we saw that with the Russian reset, the Jonestown effect yeah Jim Jones once he's let me let me comment fire on let me comment. So, with a Russian reset, with Syria, with everything that uh, that Obama's done supporting ISIS, everything they've done is actually come instead of collaborating with Russia to get rid of the extreme Islam, they've actually yes, done exactly. the exact they've opposite. They've actually tried to be as hostile as possible to Russia, to accuse Russia of interfering in the election. They still don't have any evidence that, but they say their latest. Uh, they have there's a big article, front, line, front headline article in CNN saying today that they have identified the middlemen. Between WikiLeaks and Russian agents, in other words, so, they, in other words, what they've done is they've, they've identified the hackers. They've identified no, no, the for, actual. For, first off, let they've me, identified let me, the hackers who hacked. I'm uh, saying they've, they've they've identified the the hackers who gave, or at least some of them who gave WikiLeaks the information, which but they haven't identified Russia's involvement. They say that they that Russia they're trying to imply it was celebrating Trump's victory. That means that they were behind it. That's just insane. It's ridiculous, but. but but here, here, let me, the main let me thing is here. Honestly, let me give you some data, Matt. Yeah, let let, this is important to comment. Mm-hmm. What happened is that if you have your A team, which has no tags to indicate who hacked, the A team were the ones doing a lot of the original attack uh, hacking, and there was no way of actually tracking who's a good hacker if you're an A team. The B team apparently said that they were some kind of signs that there were Russians involved. It was done. Assange came out. I believe him. Well, and there's I no mean, evidence. We've seen that. this develop in the way that a lie develops. They right. come out with no evidence to begin with. Then they start developing more and more out- outrageous claims without providing any evidence for right. them. It's, yeah. it's just it's nothing more than a lie. It's like as Assange said, it's like uh, a lawyer response where he doesn't really say that Russia interfered with the election, but they modify, but, but they may modify their statements modify to make their statements to make it seem like they have new information when they don't have anything new at all. Right. They haven't identified any single well, piece of. What do you think Obama's point is? I mean, uh, what, what, what's he want to accomplish now? He's relatively young. He's probably going to stay in his political sphere. I in think some Obama way. is honestly. I don't. I don't dislike Obama that much myself. I know you hate Obama, but my view of Obama is that he's overall been a pretty good diplomat and a pretty good president. The problem with Obama is that he's very ignorant of Russia. I think he's. I think he's educated about. Uh, American history. He's familiar with a lot of uh, 
with, with the culture of many other countries throughout the world because he's lived all around the world. But I think he's unfamiliar with Russian culture and Russian history. I think he's ignorant of Russia and its conflicts over the past decades and centuries. Well, I think he's ignorant of the Russian mentality, the Russian population's diverse makeup, uh, the reasons why Russia would take a certain action in order to guarantee the maximum security. Uh, they just see, when the, for instance, in Crimea, they just see Russia invading a territory and breaking a treaty. They don't see that Russia's doing that in order to uh, avoid the greater of two evils. That they, that they will strategically and rationally think that maintaining control over Crimea will prevent uh, a civil war in the region. Right, uh, which could spill over into their own territories. Mm-hmm. So you think, why is it so criminal that Russia would prevent a civil war? Right now, supposedly they're exacerbating it, but no, no, no. Them being involved means that the likelihood of full-on civil war is reduced. Well, we know that Kiev is actually bombing. Poroshenko is bombing uh, and shelling the uh, people in, in eastern Ukraine. And remember, it was Kiev Rush which is where the Christianization yes, of Russia the, <laughs> went through Kiev because it used to be the capital of Russia. So Crimea is 95% oh, I mean, it's, Russian. Yes. It's kind of craziness. It's like, do you not understand? It's, it's insanity that they that they think that uh, yeah. Russia trying to prevent chaos from spilling over into their own country and developing into little territorial civil wars in the former Soviet republics is going to right, somehow... Now, how would the symbology and so on in your services allow oh, someone the, to the make a... The symbology of the event is extraordinary. I mean, yeah. Crimea used to be called Taurus, uh, which was the most significant, one of the most significant locations during the Trojan War. Now, the Trojan War wasn't actually waged by the Greeks, like they say, the Greeks just had an element that were descended from those who waged the Trojan War. They were actually Neo-Hittites or groups of Hittite pirates, basically. That there, were, there was this thing going on at the time called the Late Bronze Age Collapse, which means that virtually every city in Anatolia, the Middle East, all the way down to Egypt, the Levant, all the way right. from Greece to like what's now Israel and Palestine right. was destroyed. Every major city was just destroyed by these pirates, uh, Neo-Hittite pirates and Punic pirates that went around raiding. And did they did they have Iron Age technology? Is that what the difference was? It wasn't the no. It's not it has nothing to do with Iron Age technology. It just has to do with how evil they were. Right. That they were just a bunch of the Hittite Empire collapsed, leaving behind a bunch of crazy pirates and mercenaries who then joined forces with Phoenician pirates to go around just ransacking and pillaging uh, no, cities. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question. Why would America... The Hittites had advanced... Yeah. Why would America make alliance with an extreme element of Islam that even... Well, much- now you look at what's going on right now, right? It's the exact... See, Crimea is where one of these Hittite elements was based, the Tauri, related to the original population that inhabited the Hittite Empire. Uh, and... Furthermore, being a destination for Iphigenia, the daughter of King Agamemnon, who presumably himself was somehow part of this, if he did exist in uh, 
that he was that he was actually one of these Neo Hittite pirates. Now he sacrificed his daughter. She went to Tauri. Tauri was inhabited by savage barbarians, according to the Greeks, who sacrificed who were pirates, by the way. So probably what it is is the Tauri were were participants in the Trojan War, the inhabitants of Crimea. Now you think about what this signifies. The Trojan War is famous for the Trojan Horse. The first association people make with the Trojan War is the Trojan Horse, right. which is a something that you send into a town full of your soldiers. Right. right. You open it up and they all come out. Right. But the other thing you have to think about here is the sacrifice of Iphigenia was made to Crimea, to the goddess of Crimea, Artemis, <clears throat> in order to go to war with Troy. So, <clears throat> what does that mean with Ukraine? They sacrifice Crimea, or Europe sacrifices Crimea in order to go to war with Troy, you see. And you think about it, our European and American civilization right now are basically ruled by pirates. I mean, some of them are literally pirates. Yeah, you can see that, financial pirates, banking pirates. Or even just literally going into foreign countries and profiteering on destruction. Or selling military armaments just to them like on the other hand. the Neo-Hittites. Now, what else right. is interesting about the Hittites is that there's speculation that the Hittites were partially descendants of Cain, because Cain's descendants were supposed to have been uh, iron workers or smiths. <clears throat> For instance, his descendant Tubal Cain. Right. Um, Which, of course, the is Hittites the city of which is a big industrial city of Russia, to the, the Well, I'm not saying Russia has to do with this. I'm saying that ancient Turkey, the Hittites, have to do with this. Oh, yeah. And that they, because they were masters of early, they were early masters of iron working and of making iron weapons. Uh, which symbolically, right, the smith is something else you see a lot lately showing up in the news as a kind of symbolic omen. The smith represents weapons manufacturers in general. Right. Now, the oldest fable in uh, that's been discovered by tracing back the origins of fables and legends and myths right. is the legend or, or fable of the smith and the devil. That's the smith, the blacksmith, makes some kind of deal with the devil. This has been traced back to ancient Africa. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Kenya is where they traced it to. Mm-hmm. Uh, many thousands of years, like 5,000 years back. Now, again, Cain's descendants were smiths, right? Right. They made weapons. You think about what's a weapons manufacturer do, but profiteer on war, right? Somebody who makes weapons and makes money on selling weapons to the military, who then use those weapons to kill people. Which uh, is a major industry in America. We're the one number it's one. It's essentially yeah. a kind of. It's, it's essentially. So you got to maintain vulcanization uh, and chaos and in order to sell the weapons. That's what the Hittites. See what the th- what happened with the Hittite Empire. The reason they collapsed is because they were so corrupt. They were so full of pirates and mercenaries by that time. They just broke up into a bunch of independent groups of pirates that would profiteer on wars and supply mercenaries to both sides. <laughs> All right? right? I mean, that's exactly what the U.S. is doing right now in the Middle so, East. So, yeah. You think about it, it's exactly what we're doing. Yeah. I mean, what is the USA now but almost a pirate country? It is. And it, it's kind of, yeah. and you think subconsciously, at least symbolically, I don't know about the literal connection, but it's certainly curious that, you know, 
John Kerry and George Bush uh, both belong to Skull and Bones, which uses the pirate flag as its symbol. Yeah, I know. Isn't that right? Jolly Roger. <clears throat> I don't know if that's... I mean, I wouldn't call that a... Co- it's a coincidence, mm-hmm. presumably, but it's not a... Symbologically, uh, not a coincidence. Sy- symbologically, it's not a coincidence, right? Right. That they... Well, these guys are pirates, and then they've got a pirate flag as their symbol. Yeah, that's uh, that kind of creepy, isn't it? Well, I mean, that kind of that kind of stuff happens all the time. Now, you what, what you're meaning here is that if you can study the symbology, the ontology, and the history, and converge all of these things together, yeah. you could actually figure out what is not only happening but what's about to happen, or I see a timeline. <clears throat> Yeah, you can see what's what, what the character of things, right? And the character of things tells you where it's going because the character is what predicts what it's going to do next. What its next move is going to be depends on its personality in a way. No, the personality, a- unfortunately, of the USA and the EU is that of a pirate. It's criminal plundering of other people's countries, taking their resources, or profiteering on our own soldiers dying in wars, profiteering on starting a war between two different parties and weaponizing both of them, you know, right. uh, arming both of them, arming terrorists. That's essentially what, this is like Satan incarnate right here, what we're doing. Right. <laughs> when you think about it, it's, it's, and it's what destroyed uh, Bronze Age civilization in the Middle East. So in other words, you can see that America has a timeline that if it continues its current behavior... It's the Trojan it, War, you see. Yeah. And then what, what happened in the Trojan War is these Neo-Hittite pirates went into Troy, they raped and murdered everybody they could get their hands on, they plundered of all its wealth, and they just raised the entire city to the ground. That is, I think, what they're trying to do to Russia right now. Russia is Troy. Yeah. See? And I think the people in control of the U.S., like Hillary Clinton-type people, and the European Union uh, are just these pirates who think they're going to plunder the entire world. Well, they, they did that to actually cause a financial collapse, which is Glasnost and Perestroika. And they actually engineered it. In fact, there's a movie out now that's about 20 years old that was made after the fall of the Soviet Union, which is a financial collapse that was engineered by the West. And you look at how angry Hillary Clinton and her backers are, the media. All these people, think about it, all these people are being paid to say this stuff about Donald Trump. Yeah. Think about the, um, the number of people in our... Up in the supposed upper levels of our society, yeah, upper echelon, media, universities, politicians, scum, yeah, that have risen to the top. They're just pirates. Wow, they 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 belong executed or something. Yeah, back in a minute. Excellent discussion. Yeah, that's kind of interesting, Matt. We are the American Freedom Party. This is the most urgent time in the history of Western civilization. In the year 1900, white people of European descent comprised 35% of the world population. Today it is less than 9% and falling fast. Europe is being overrun with Middle Eastern immigrants, and America's founding stock is rapidly being replaced with third world peoples from around the globe. For the last 50 years, every influential institution in this nation, our schools and universities, our media, our churches and our employers, have promoted policies and principles that teach whites to be ashamed of their great heritage and birthright. We, who in the 1950s, the 1960s, and 1970s were the world's dominant force, are now so afraid of being called racist that we were quailing towards irrelevance and extinction. Join the American Freedom Party today. Reach us at theamericanfreedomparty.us or call us at 701-317-5317. Paid for by the American Freedom Party. 
I'm getting older and noticing that my body just doesn't work as well as it used to. So I like to keep fit as possible by hitting the gym a few times a week. Recently, I started having a nagging bicep pain and it got so bad I couldn't even lift the weights. When I was complaining about it to a friend, he told me about Angioprim. He said chelation helps remove toxins, heavy metals, and cholesterol in veins and arteries that may cause blockages. You know, after just one week of taking Angioprim, the pain was gone and now I'm back in the gym full strength. Scientific research proves the active ingredient in Angioprim has superior oral chelation action that helps promote cardiovascular health. So to learn more, go to angioprim.com. That's A-N-G-I-O-P-R-I-M.com. Or talk to a trained consultant. Call Angioprim toll-free at 877-882-7221. You'll feel better with more energy. Call 877-882-7221. Or go to the website, angioprim.com. You've probably heard about all the great benefits of goat milk soap. But did you know, some companies take shortcuts. At Old New England Soap, we make our organic goat's milk soap using 36% goat's milk. That's 17% more than most others. Our bars are larger, so they last longer, producing lots of lather packed with vitamins. And our soap is a natural moisturizer that smooths dry and damaged skin. Order online at oldnesoap.com. That's oldnesoap.com. You've tried the rest. Now try the best. OldNESoap.com. Water-based soaps on supermarket shelves use harsh chemical acids to break down dead skin cells. And that's just not good for you. At Old New England Soap, our soaps are made without chemical ingredients, contain no alcohol or petroleum products, and use 85% organic materials and carry the USDA's organic certification. Try some today. Go to OldNESoap.com. That's OldNESoap.com. OldNESoap.com. And uh, Matt, we have about a five minute segment. So basically, here. my analysis of it symbolically is history repeats itself, right? And the right. reason why it repeats itself is because the same forms converge mm-hmm. by a kind of convergent evolution. Yeah. What we have right now is that the USA is the modern day Hittite Empire. It's about to collapse into a bunch of little independent pirate states, just like the Hittite Empire did. Yeah, in fact, we're Russian... about to experience. Yeah. yeah. A repetition of the late Bronze Age collapse, i.e., uh, we're going to have chaos and the destruction of most of the civilization as we know it right now. Right. In fact, uh, there's a which Russian result from geopolitical- what the USA has created around the world. All these different states yeah. that the USA has built up: Iran, Israel, uh, Taliban, the Al Qaeda, ISIS. All these different states the U.S. has interfered in are going to become chaotic like pirate-type states that'll, that'll all kill each other. Right. And uh, the USA itself, I think, and the European Union will become, some portion of the U.S. and the EU will become uh, some kind of totalitarian dictatorship and then ultimately bring destruction on themselves in the form of something like Jonestown. Well, you know, the Bible predicts that. And what I'm seeing is yeah. they refer to America as Babylon the Great, which is, is a Babylon a reincarnation of the Hittite Empire? Well, Babylon, no, but uh, 
the term Babylon just means the city back then, right? It just refers to the largest metropolis or largest civilization. Right. Really, I mean, these terms are symbolic. Right. But uh, the closest approximation as far as being weapons manufacturers and pirates, I would say is... uh, So how would you advise, let's say, Donald Trump or his advisors... Uh, not, not only because he needs better advice on the environment, but obviously on the trajectory of his response to, say, the ISIS. Well, I mean, Trump's Trump can do whatever he can do, but he's only the president. He's not the CIA and the Pentagon and mm. you know whatever else is there. Right. I think that at this point, you know, once once you reach this level of degeneration of a society, it's over. There's not there's not very much we can do except to watch it destroy itself. Yeah, and what I'm concerned about is that, say, two administrations from now, let's say, in eight years or 12 years, if we have a move back toward a very aggressively, uh, what it calls... I like to stay optimistic, but I'm just saying, like, the overall indications are not optimistic. The indications are that 2028, and we're going to enter into, the, like, the collapse of civilization as we know it. Well, we know that Russia and China aren't yet ready, as Joel, Salen- as Joel Skousen says, to... To engage yeah. us in a full thermonuclear war. Well, I think China's. I, I, like as, soon, as soon as the USA collapses, China goes with it, and then China and India are going to shrivel up and die. Right. Uh, their populations are going to starve. They're going to fight each other, probably in a nuclear war. Well, we had, a, we had a gentleman. If the, if the USA and Russia destroy each other, like they're likely to, I think, then China and India will just tr- be trying to cannibalize each other, and it'll just, they'll just be over too. I think in the future. Uh, we're going to see Europe, Australia, and South America on the forefront of the, of the economy. I don't think that uh, China means anything in the future. Yeah. I think, uh, according to our guy from CENTCOM who came out to service our direct TV, he worked at CENTCOM. He says, if we went to war with China, their economy would collapse in two weeks because 85% of their economy is dependent on America. So you're absolutely correct. They may bluster and try to control the South China Sea. And Russia really can't engage us in a nuclear war, but they can cause a lot of trouble because they modernize their strategic forces. So, well, I mean, the pre- USA and Russia have gotten really good at destroying each other and themselves. Right. But, uh, right. As far as maintaining global supremacy at the end of the century, I highly doubt it. Yeah, exactly. It's amazing. Uh, great analysis. We should do a video, Matt. Are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not, or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.